Hey, what's up? I'm Natalie. What's up? I'm Intel. This is the Least Favorite Podcast. Episode 4. Two for the one yes. time. Yes. We had to. So how are you? I am good. <sighs> Today how was beautiful. Wait, how are you? Because that side, I just... No, no, no. I I'm just excited. Something. For those of you who don't know, we have a new... What do we call this? A new mixer? Yes. And we're lit right now. <laughs> like, Big steppers. This was like our Christmas present. How was your Christmas, by the way? It was a regular day. I worked, came home, and mm. I just chilled. <clears throat> Mine was cool. A lot of drinking. Getting lit with your parents has to be like the best thing yeah. in the world. Because it's like, damn, we went through, we've been through so much. <laughs> You've been through hiding your drinking with your parents. Now <laughs> right. you're drinking with them. Yo, getting lit with them is the best. Uh, My parents really have fun. Like, I feel you. I feel you on that. So any special gifts from any special? Or did you give a special gift to someone? No gifts this year. <laughs> None. You None. didn't give or you didn't get? Both. Oh. Yeah. It's one of those... Uh, it's one of those uh, Christmases. I mean, this year. Did you year, think about it? Huh? Did you think about getting someone something? I did. I was going to, but then, like, it came to the conclusion where, like, um, it came to the conclusion that, you know, money is tight and, right. you know, it's be- it's just best that we just don't. And I understood that. It was fine. I get it. Just due to the times that we're living in right now, right. I-, I-, I get it. You know what I'm saying? So it kind of benefited me because I was able to save a lot of that money, mm-hmm. too. Yeah, the only person I bought a gift for was my nephew. And okay. I feel like I had the same conversation with a lot of people, even my whole family. Like, listen. Man, we got sound effects now. Right. You feel me? I was just going to say the only person I got a gift for was my nephew. And I feel like I had that conversation with a lot of people. Like, money's tight, especially with me moving now. Like, that was nobody got anything for me but him. It's for the kids anyway. Christmas is for kids, to be honest. So that was that. So I have a question with regard to the holiday season. If you did have a significant other and you asked her, what do you want for Christmas? And she said nothing. And then you asked her again, what do you want for Christmas? And she said nothing. Would you actually just get her nothing or would you get her something? I'm going to get her something. I'll find some, I'll figure something out. That's where the thoughtful gift, that's where a thoughtful gift comes in now. Because it's like, you telling me if my significant other is telling me that she doesn't want anything, I'm gonna take that as she just she just doesn't know. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure she would want something and right. she would she would receive whatever I got for her. Mm-hmm. But I would never just not get her something, especially during the holidays. That's such like a that season is like everybody gets so vulnerable and stuff. It's just like. You just not to get somebody something. It's just, regardless of what she says, I'm getting her something. That's yeah. that's that. That's a me. lot of times I feel like women don't want to ask because we don't want to seem like, 
Like we're with you just so you can get, just so you can get us something. We don't want to seem like we're asking for too much. So yeah, but I think I think that's yeah. I would definitely. But you see, I would ask for something. It's never really nothing. Like always do the opposite of what the woman tells you. So if she says nothing, you got to get her something. Yeah, cuz you especially if her birthday is like the day after Christmas too, like you should definitely get her something because you you starting off the new year bad. Where that's a double whammy. You're ending the old year bad, and you're starting off the new one bad, possibly because you didn't get anything for her. Now she's looking at you like, wow, he's not even thoughtful. He you didn't even try. Exactly. Not even a lip gloss. Nothing. <laughs> a perfume. Nothing. A card. A like, gift card. Like, I get it. Like I told you, nothing. But do you not care about me enough to even like come up with something? Right. Like, do you? I mean, not to say that a gift. Now, wait. So what if you said nothing and she got you nothing? Is that fine? If I said nothing, well, if I said nothing and she got me nothing, me, per, I would just be, that would, I would just, I said nothing, so I can't even be mad. See, that's how I feel. Like, if I said nothing, then I really don't want nothing. Like, but we see, need to. You're a woman. Sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead. But you're a woman. If you said <laughs> no. I feel like you would still be <laughs> upset. I would. I would. But that's why I've learned because that's happened to me in the past. You, not with Christmas gifts, but like, oh, are you hungry? Nah, I'm not hungry. But like, really, you better bring me something to eat. You feel me something. <laughs> so, so wait. Uh, all right. So if that's the case, why don't you just say, why don't you just say that? No. Well, you see, I've learned my lesson because now it's like instead of having an argument with you because I said nothing technically. I've gotten to a point now where I am direct. If I do want something, I'm going to tell you what I want now. Okay. So now I told you what I wanted, or I told you I, I wanted something. So now if you don't do it, then I'm looking at you like, what the fuck? Going forward, females, because I feel like this is like a, this is just a norm for most females. Here we go. If you are not hungry, or if you just don't know what you want to eat, if asked, what do you want to eat from your significant other? vocalize and say listen i don't know what i want right now mm-hmm. but you can get you can get me something at least that's at least you're giving your sig- significant other that you know that option like all right if he or she knows what you like mm-hmm. he can get it for you mm-hmm. yeah if you say that but if yeah. you just say no nah, i don't want anything and he doesn't get you, he or she doesn't get you anything it's, you can't even get mad cuz you said you didn't want anything Right. You get what I'm saying? That goes both ways, though, because men do that, too. But men are more like, you're not going to show your disappointment because of your pride. Yeah. But you know you're going to be disappointed. And yeah. then you're going to be kind of looking at me like like I ain't shit. Right. Women, you guys have the, the I guess, the pass for some reason to, to vocalize your frustrations if we didn't get you something. Right. Yeah. Or just period. Like on, you know, men... I feel like in a society we live in, <laughs> we can't vocalize how the fuck we feel. Yeah, we, we need just to gotta kind of like take it on the chin and just. Nah, y'all need to stop that too. Speak on how you feel. Like, how are we supposed to know? And then, then y'all be the first one to say we ain't shit. Right, but you, you, I mean, women have to allow it too. Mm. Uh, women have to allow it to happen. You can't, because a lot of men when they vocalize themselves, we get a kickback for that. We get like, oh well. Yeah, you're being sensitive. Yeah, you acting like a bitch. Yeah, like why you acting like that? No. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's true. We have to do it, but y'all have to allow it too. Now you're right. So you going forward saying? for the new year, let's just go in with that mentality. Exactly. Let, let's do better. I'm with that. 
Right. And this is not an attack. This is just, we just. Uh, we just dropping some gems right exactly. now. Exactly. <laughs> it's all about self-improvement around here. So speaking of the year and New Year's, well, mostly this year. There was a lot of music that came out this year, oh, despite oh my god, despite the pandemic. We were blessed with a lot of fucking music. so much music, and I think it's only right that we play some of our favorite. It's only right. Favorite songs. It's only right. Would you like to go first, darling? Why not? He felt that. Yeah, nigga. For the YouTube listeners, we listening to Accepting My Flaws by Future off of the High Off Life album. Yeah, if you want to hear the song, you're going to have to go on SoundCloud or something. SoundCloud, <laughs> Sorry, <guys>. Audio Mac. <laughs> Sorry. You go on there and get right. Sorry, we can't play it on YouTube. <laughs> Sorry. We're gonna play it through this verse only. Once the hook comes back, I'll cut it off. appreciate future i know a lot of people don't like future I don't know why because he really is a poet like he is and like he really is a poet he is and like he expresses toxicity a hundred percent on his records Vividly, and like you get it exactly like it's it's like a his lyrics his content is like guilty pleasure it is. You know what I'm saying? It like is. it's like things that we that we like doing, the, th- mm-hmm. the things that we may not like about e- mm-hmm. ourselves, but we do it anyway. And he even lets you, because obviously I'm not in a trap house doing anything. Right. But like he paints the picture for you, exactly. even with his visuals, like his exactly. music videos. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I just feel like he's the goat for that because right. there's a lot of people who may get to a certain point in their career and they may feel like, well this is not where I'm at anymore. Like I've grown and I've progressed. Like Mm -hmm. not to say that he's not progressing and Mm -hmm. growing, but I feel what I take from it is that he's still human regardless of his success and everything. He still goes through real life situations. He still, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like he still goes through the things that a regular human being does. So 
it's deeper than just what he's talking about on right. the record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't approve or condone anything that he's saying in the records, but I respect his honesty and, and his, you know, his artistry. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, shout out to Future, man. Yeah, man. All right, so my song is Benny the Butcher. Oof. Such a great year for him. The Butcher coming, like, nigga. His album was, yes, gunshots for that, for real. Um, so this song is Timeless, featuring Lil Wayne and Big Sean. This sample is ill, too. Yo. And Wayne really had a hard ass Oh, so for the YouTube listeners, this is the this is uh the number two song. Yes, it's called "Timeless" by Benny the Butcher, featuring Lil Wayne and Big Sean. Oh, and by the way, this was Natalie's pick. <laughs> Mad gritty. It's Natalie's pick, by the way. <laughs> Nah, I got into some gritty hip hop. It's just the bars for me. Like, uh, and me being a little Wayne fan already, I kind of felt like Wayne. Wayne, I felt like he was losing it, to be honest. But with this verse, like, he redeems himself for me. I feel like Wayne is selective with who he gives certain verses. I feel like knowing Benny, he was like, no, I have to. I gotta come hard on this. I'm not gonna give him just any old bullshit, you know what I'm saying? That's just me. But hey, girls out there do like bars, fellas. Yeah. Hey, there is women out there that like bars. I feel like Big Sean did his thing on this too. I don't know if we can play all of it though. <laughs> I don't think we should, but. Nah, but if you haven't heard this song, please go listen. Please. Big Sean had. I'm listen not going to lie. Three times. Big Sean probably had one of the best years this year. Yeah. As a rapper, yeah. like, he definitely had a comeback year, for sure. Alright, so that was number two. So what is your next pick? So number t- my my number two pick <clears throat> is uh from my boy, one of my favorite one of my favorite artists mm-hmm. since forever is Big Sean. We were just playing he we just mentioned in Big Sean, but uh his album Detroit too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We got the hat right here. Hey real fans in here, you know what I'm he saying? He was like, ready. Real fans, Detroit too. <laughs> Arguably one of the best albums of twenty twenty. But uh, I'm gonna play uh, one of one of the best songs on there from this year. Um, if you're watching this, you probably already know what it is. It's called Body Language from uh, Big Sean featuring Ty Dolla Sign and uh, Janae Aiko. Yeah. Don't just take your clothes off. Take the problems off. Take the armor off. Take all the drama off. Responsibilities you've been holding down. No, it's a lot on your mind. I need to focus now. I need that. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, 
Can we talk about the fact that Ty Dolla Sign is not appreciated enough? Yo, but you know what? This dude is like super talented. <sighs> he is talented, but he his, does everything. But his album, right? His speeches are better than his songs. Like his album, I was expecting more. But I feel like type of person, the way I listen to music, I'm listening not just for content, I'm listening to the production too. Mm -hmm. Like, his production is unmatched. Like, the amount of effort is that that's put into him behind the scenes on a record is unmatched. And that's what I'm talking about mm -hmm. as far as, like, appreciation. Like, that's not appreciated at all. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, his album was even one of the top albums of the year too. Mm -hmm. That's just my opinion. Maybe I might be biased. my expectations were here. I might be biased. I don't know. It was worth the wait for me. But it was him. It was true to him, true to how he is as an artist. Exactly. So it's, it's not like it was a whole different person. I think my favorite part of this song is the fact that you know, Sean and Janae. I love them. They can't miss on a record. You'll never, never. They cannot miss. They're the cutest couple. I just love watching them. They're definitely so cute too. They're definitely couple goals for sure. Oh yeah. I was sad when I heard they broke up. I'm glad they got back together. Me too. Definitely. Rest in All peace. Right. So my third pick. This is third, right? Yes. Yes. No, this is my second this pick. This is your second pick. So my sorry. second pick is Pop Smoke. First of all, let's just talk about his album. To yes. me, to me, album of 2020. Okay. My own personal opinion. There okay. was not one song I did not like, even on the deluxe version. I heard this album almost every single day, straight through. The song I'm choosing is The Woo by Pop Smoke. Okay, but wait, 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 hold oh, wait, on. What? Before we play it, yes. as a female, right. what is it do you like? What is it that grabbed you about Pop Smoke? It's his voice for me. It's his voice? It's sexy. I feel like that's what it is for oh, most women. Man, like, it's just his so voice grabbed gorgeous. a lot of women. Like, <laughs> yeah. He has a very distinct voice. Very right? distinct, and it's just, I like the aggressiveness. Do you, I mean, what it. about the content? Did the content grab you at all? or? Yeah, once, once you get past like falling in love with the voice, the content is lit because I like. I like everything he says. Like Christopher Walken might be my favorite. Pop yeah, Smoke song. I'm not gonna lie, that's probably one of my favorites off, yeah. off his um, yeah. album. But but this song, like whenever I was getting ready to, I mean, the few times I did go out this summer, that was my go-to song. And did you understand him at first? Yeah. Okay. I understand him. Okay. All right, so let's go. Uh, we ready? The Woo. I remember, maybe not too long ago, you were saying, like, yo, I need to learn the woo dance. Yes, and you taught me. Like, you really <laughs> didn't know how to do the woo yo, dance. Yo, I didn't have the balance. Like, yeah. I would go to yo, the Yo, let's talk about it. 
Because people don't know that dance is not as easy it's as it not. looks. Like, you got to have... And you got to look cute while you're doing it. That's a fact. You can't be stumbling. Nah, you got to look right. You know and after like? a few drinks, it's pretty hard to keep that balance. Full fact. Full fact. But you know I kept that. How is it? Is it bad? What? Oh, no, no, no. You, you, you lit. You official. But, you official. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Like Roddy Rich, he another one too. Like he Yo, can't miss. He you put him, you put him on your hook. Like it's like almost like a guaranteed. He's one of those like mm-hmm. in the, the current times. Like you hit him for a hook, you want you. It's you, gonna be it's yeah, gonna be gonna a fire hit. song. Like, you gonna hit, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Roddy Rich too. I'm waiting for another album from him ASAP. Yeah, it's coming soon. Really. And Fifty actually did a good song. I mean, a good um, he had a good verse on this one. I respect 50 for doing this album too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Isn't like he like Pop Smoke's one of favorite like his favorite artists? I feel like he well, Pop Smoke. It it was put out that um. It was put out that um 50 was like one of his major influences. Yeah. And uh, 50 even came out and said that one of the times that he was with him, like around him, just you know, kind of like you know, chopping it up with him. That he would have his phone and he would be like, 50 thought he was texting. He's mm-hmm. like, yo, if I'm like, if you're with me, like, what are you, right. why are you on your phone the right. whole time? But he realized that he was writing down. Like the things 50 was telling him? Pop wow. was writing down a lot of the shit that uh, 50 was saying. And then 50, and over time, he's seen that, you know, that's him. That's, that's he, that Pop was his, this right. version. Like this, this Exactly. That yeah. was Pop was this generation's version of 50 in I a sense. I can see that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like the way he, the way he talks, the way he, you know, he he his delivery on a record, everything yeah. like You can hear the influence. For sure. Even on the album too, you know what I'm saying? So uh yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Pop Smoke. Rest in peace. Gone way too soon. Or rest in peace. Word. All right. So our last picks. What's yours? The last two. Yeah. So this is my third. Yeah. Um, I feel like a, a lot of people can agree that this is definitely one of the top songs of uh. I mean, just look at the artist. Yeah, you see a, that name, and it's like it's a go-to. That's it. Yeah. So this one is called uh, "Laugh Now, Cry Later" by Yours Truly, Drizzy Drake, and uh, Dirkio Schmirkio. Dirk, I I really wish his um, verse was longer. A lot song. of people did, but peop- there's some people who feel like his little the little verse that he had killed everything that Drake did. Oh, I don't know. Because <laughs> his verse was it definitely was good. I feel like if you take his verse off, the song is not the same. Nah. So like, I was even surprised to see that collaboration. Me too, because it's never happened. It. It's never happened, and I feel like. After this collab happened, Dirk, his career took off. It, like, On a it different went, level. Yeah. Like, you got to really be a fan of hip-hop, I feel like, to know who Lil Dirk is. Exactly. But once he got on this song, it's like everyone was looking for him. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. My condolences, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He lost one of his best, closest friends. You know what I'm saying? Like, his condolences. Cousin. Yeah. Yeah. King Vaughn, rest in peace. Another one who was coming up. Yeah. 
Baby. Slow down. Baby. This is one of those songs like where Drake, like he makes one of those that you can't really like, you just can't not like. Yeah, it's true. One of those catchy, you know? He's good with the catchy songs. Yeah. Like... He's 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 a genius when it comes to those catchy mm-hmm. parts of a song. He really know? is. I'll give him that. Drake and DJ Khaled get on a song. Like you if I see DJ Khaled and Drake, I already know that's about to be my shit. Automatically. Like it's automatically before I even listen to it, is I'm adding it to my playlist Mm because I already know it's gonna be fire. I'm not gonna lie, this one. I'm not gonna lie. If I knew either one of us was gonna play one of these songs. I knew either one. That's why I didn't pick it, because I Mm -hmm. knew you for sure was gonna pick it. Definitely. So this song is Pop Star. Wasn't too pleased with the video, <laughs> but I kind of got it. I actually liked it. It was alright. I thought Justin the video. Bieber, like, I, come on. The video was genius. It was genius. I mean, Justin Bieber is a pop star. He too. is. And the fact that he's going around the house, and he's rapping to it like it's his song, like that's dope. And it's like it blindsided us. We didn't think it, it was coming at all. That. Nobody thought that it was. Because I know Drake mentions Justin Bieber in the song, but. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So. I don't know why, but it sounds like it could be me. I could be just bugging, but it sounds like Pharrell was just kind of like doing the ad libs right there when he was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds it kind of I never good. paid attention. I'm going to have to listen back. Maybe listen again like on your own time. Like that part when he was like, yeah. I feel like I want more yeah. music from Pharrell. Oh. You never have too much music. Like what we what is he like? <laughs> and I know he just had that interview right on Drink Champs. Yeah, which but is like, fire by the way. Could you imagine if the world was open? Oh while- man, they're gonna have to play all these songs when shit opens Bruh. back up. I don't care if they're old. Like, I'm a pop star. Shout out to you know October's very own man, Drizzy Drake. So switching it up. Yeah, so those are our music takes. That's how our music takes. I hope you guys enjoyed it as much as we did. Right. Um, yeah. All right. So switching up the topic now. Yes. Let's get into it. So what's this? Episode four? Mm-hmm. Episode four. Already. Starting it off. If you have children, right? We don't have any children right now. 
First of all, do you want kids? Yes, okay. I do. I want two kids. If they could be twins, perfect. Same. <laughs> one shot and I'm done. One shot <laughs> and done. <laughs> we'll figure it out afterwards. I'll probably have one more after that. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, easy for you to say when you're not carrying them. Yeah. Or ruining your body. Yeah. It's all plans. <laughs> it's all plans. But yeah. But um, all right. So cool. Kids, right? Right. If you have if you have a child, right? Mm-hmm. Would you want your child to be raised with the same upbringing you had? Like would you would you want them to be raised <laughs> the same way your mom and dad raised you? However that was. All go. right. So go. So I was raised in a very old school, traditional Dominican Puerto Rican home. So I was pretty much on lock until I was 21, 22 years old. And even now at 28, because of the way I was raised, I'm still kind of like afraid to do certain things. To this day. (laughs) Right, to this day. So to this day, I'm still kind of, you know, just a little more reserved because of that. But my parents taught me a lot about like finances. And they did raise me like I know how and part of this is like, Believing in Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy. Like, they gave me that childhood. Okay. So, and I kind of, I'm not mad at them for being as strict as they were. Because if they weren't, I don't think I would be the person I am now. And I've accomplished so many things. And I always stayed so focused on, like, my goals and just doing well, being successful. And I have them to thank for that. So, I, not that I want to be super strict with my children. But I think I am going to be, I'm going to have a lot of order in my household. But I do want my kids to have more of the freedom and communication, open line of communication with me that I feel like I didn't have with my parents until now that I'm an adult. Um, but again, I can say that, and that sounds good now, but when I have children... Totally different. Totally different. Yeah. And now as an adult, I kind of understand why my parents were the way they were. Because it's it's a scary world out there. Yeah. And a lot of my friends who had like the free parents and, oh, yeah, just go, do you, they ended up in a lot of messy situations because of that. So, I don't know. How about you? Um. Well, based on how I was raised, I was, uh, well, I was born here. I was born here in Brooklyn, New York. And uh, my mom, being that she's, um, my mom is Trinidadian. That's where I have my dual citizenship yeah. upbringing. So right. she was born out there, born and raised, and she made a conscious decision to move up here to pursue her dreams. And uh, when she had a kid, myself, she sent me back to Trinidad. Now, when I was a child, I didn't, I didn't get it. I was upset because, like, I was stripped from, like, seeing like parks and basketball courts and other kids to now being in Trinidad where like there's no parks, there's nothing but rocks, dirt, sticks, and you got to pretty much make the best of it. Mm -hmm. And you have family. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much how I was raised. Mm -hmm. But then coming back here when I was like maybe 12, like, um, it was like culture shock. Like it was like, I had to like kind of like readjust like yeah, it's very different exactly so it's like i mean in hindsight i appreciate the move that my mom made so like i feel like yeah i, I probably would do i would have my kids raised the same that i was because i seen how it benefited me right like at, 
in real in real time, I didn't get it. I was upset and I was bored a lot of the times. But seeing the way that I came out, like you said, like I'm I'm not opposed to the things that you know s- the ways that ser- that I was raised. Mm-hmm. Would I do certain things differently? Yeah, because I, I I me being the my mom and my father's child, I'm aware of where they probably lacked. Right. I just wouldn't set my kids up in that situation. But if I had to choose, then yeah, I would. And then, you know, like you said, like it's different because once you get your spouse, you got to pretty much do for what's best for y'all. Right. Cause and not everybody was raised the same way. Exactly. And just because whatever you and your parents went through, you may not go through. Mm-hmm. So you got to kind of factor that into. But me personally, um, yeah, I, I probably would uh, want my child raised. I wouldn't mind if my child was raised the same way I was. For me too, like the main things I want to teach my children is like the importance of family. Like me, we always had dinner at the dinner table together as a family. Family functions, like, I don't care what my friends are doing, if they invite me out, but if my family has something going on, I'll make sure that I'm present for that first. Right. And then I can handle and do partake in anything my friends have planned. Right. But like, I always put my family first. That goes a long way. Yeah, of course. Because at the end of the day, I've learned, like, my family is always, they're always going to be there for me. Always. And they're, o- they're always going to have my back yeah. free of, they may be upset with whatever, but they're going to support me and whatever right. I do. And they're going to they're gonna hold me down. Right. And not that my friends aren't like that, but I feel like I'm fortunate enough to have a family to like lean on in times when I need it. Um, so family, definitely. The importance of music, <laughs> how important music is. And I want to expose my children to all yeah. different types of music. Yeah. Um, that, what else? Yeah, I think that's pretty much it for me. Oh, God, of course. Yeah. And spirituality, too. Yes. Those might be the top three yeah. things for me. Like. Yeah. I probably wouldn't force a lot of things on to my children. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like, I mean, it really wasn't, like I said, in hindsight, it, it I don't look at it bad, but I feel like a lot of ideology, uh, ideologies and shit was, like, forced on to me from young. Mm-hmm. But it benefited me as I got older. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, freaking, uh, what was it? Like, like religion, for instance, like like going to church. There's numerous kids that can say that they went to church yeah. outside of their wanting. Like, they only went because their family. Yeah, you see, that was me because I didn't want to go to church. I was in Sunday school every Sunday against my will. Like, I didn't want to, but right, me either. that, looking back, like, that's me going to Sunday school is, that's part of, like, how I think mm-hmm. now, too. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's just, like, when it comes to, like, religious things, Sunday school is the first thing that comes back to me because it's like I learned all these religious mm-hmm. ideologies and practices in Sunday school. Right. So, And just with the religion, like just knowing that no matter what you're going through, you as long as you have your faith, you're going to be fine. Like I want my kids to have that understanding too. I feel like that's like the number one thing I took from that, mm-hmm. from going to church yeah. every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Like just always having faith. Mm-hmm. Like we're here because of... A higher power. Yeah. You know what I'm and saying? whatever like, hardship you're going through, it's because that's what you're supposed to be going through, but nothing lasts forever. Right. And you're going to come out of that. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. Big facts. That's awesome. Yep. All right. So, I, well, I stumbled upon something that you sent to me. And I have so many things to say. <laughs> and I feel like you do, too. Me and you both. 
So I think... Um, should we play the clip? We should play the clip just for context. All right, so go ahead. So you, I'm going to pull it up. You play the clip. Oh, boy. Yeah, we need a... I'm about to take a couple of sips while we play this, too, because honestly, we're... Yeah, let's man. just... Problematic. <laughs> letting y'all know it's about to get spicy. and shit on the first date i had to get my daughter something to eat before he took me out so i was like can you run me by the mcdonald's real quick because i'm running behind woo -woo. we get to mcdonald's all she got was her classic a milkshake four piece nugget and a small fry when the when the lady at the window asked for the bridge <laughs> like, where's that yeah <laughs> <laughs> nigga, you said run me through mcdonald's real quick so we can yeah nigga, you gonna pay for it i'm sorry okay Already, that was the first problem. That's your problem. Look, and it was at that moment. Now I had the bread. And I even asked him, did he want anything? But look, it was at that moment that I knew you were never getting this pussy. Because he ain't paid for your daughter food. Fuck you on the first day. So honestly, honestly, I ain't gonna lie to you. My boss when here knew I was having a sleepover for my daughter. He was like, oh, that's what you know. I ordered her pizza. That's why most of relationships they cheat on. That's why most relationships they cheat on you with somebody at work. Because shit like from a man's perspective, tell me. All right, so yeah, <clears throat> so. All right, so basically, this woman, in case they, so this woman was going on a first date with this man. Right. I guess she said she was running behind. Okay. She had to get her daughter something to eat. So she brings her daughter into his car, says, "Can you take me to the McDonald's?" On the first date. First date. So he takes her. Her daughter orders what sounds like a happy meal. Okay. And he, the man, looked at the woman for the money to pay. And she apparently didn't like that. Or vice versa. She might have looked at him for the money. What, well, it says, like, he looked at her, basically. Okay. And um, she basically was, like, turned off by that. It's like he wasn't going right. to get this pussy. Right. Because he didn't want to pay for her daughter's little happy meal. That, right. Yeah. So, honestly, hearing this off rip, I think she's in the wrong. Okay. And why? All right, so you're a mom. You know that you're going on a date. You know you have a daughter. You may want to feel like, why, did you, why didn't you feed your daughter before this date? That's one. Two, why are you having this, your daughter go into this man's car on a first date? Like, you don't even know what kind of man this really is. Why is he even being introduced to your daughter so early? And then it's like, it's just not... If I'm a man and I schedule a date and I say I'm going to pick you up at a certain time, my thought is I'm going to pick you up and I already have the plan. Like I'm taking you somewhere. The last thing I'm thinking is you're going to hit me with something like take your daughter to get McDonald's. So now I take her, I go out of my way. I take her and you're expecting me to pay for your daughter's food. I don't know your daughter. And this is like our first date. Why am I expected to pay for your daughter's food? Like you're kind of inconveniencing me and this is your child who's hungry. So, I don't even see, like, she could be missing out on her blessing. What if he's a great guy, but at that moment, he just felt like, this is my first time meeting you. I don't have any connection to your daughter. What am I doing? But he could be amazing, and you're going to write him off, off, off of that? Like, that's your responsibility, to feed your child. And if it's just $6, then what's the issue? Reach into your pocket and pay for your daughter's food. That's just my take on it. How about you? I agree. I feel like, <clears throat> all right, if, if we... Like I said on pr in the previous pod, maybe not the last episode, probably the one before that. Women are the choosers. Choosers. So, 
I'm just speaking hypothetically. This guy probably asked her, asked her out on a date. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or regardless of the fact, whether she asked him or not, it was agreed upon both of y'all that y'all were going to go on a date on this day. Mm-hmm. And like you said, if you knew you had a date with this guy for the first time, you should have took care of all your priorities prior to this date. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, wh- why? I don't care. Like, if you have to delay the date just to make sure that your daughter is fed, right. that's fine. Like, I would have, at least as a man, that lets me know, like, oh, all right, cool. She's putting her, her child first. Right. You know what I'm saying? That right. shows responsibility. Like, I don't think the problem was... I don't think the problem should have been that he didn't buy it. That's not the principle. It's just like, why am I meeting your daughter on the first date? One. And two, just because you offered me to get something, why does that? That doesn't make it better. Why does that make it any better for me to even want to pay? Because I'm getting something out of this. Like, no. And it's like, if she offered, then that means that she was going to treat him. Exactly. And we're going to Like, what, you're going to offer him so he can pay? Like We're going on a date. Why the hell am I about to get... What am I getting from McDonald's? Right, like he was probably going to pay for the whole day. Exactly. I already probably didn't eat so that we can eat and really, like, right. enjoy the date and everything. But now you're coming at me with these, like, these randoms. Like, now I got to... Like, what? Like, why am I meeting your... Like, wh- just for the inconvenience of him going out of his way to do that, she should have just paid off for exactly. it. Exactly. Just, not even that. The fact that it's your child that exactly. you want to feed, you should be paying. I'm taking you and your daughter to go get your daughter something to eat, like... Right. When, on our date time. Right. Not to be selfish, respectfully, like, we're on our date time now. Yeah. And If, we, just, if we said we were going to meet at 4, and now it's like 3.30, and you're like, um... Something. Oh, I'm running behind. Can you get like no? Okay, if you would have, I get it. Shit happen. Life happens sometimes, but that's where communication comes in. You let me know, like, yo, you're gonna be running a little right. late. You got to get your daughter something to eat, or you right. got something to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why are you pulling me into this? Why? What do I got to do with this? With your daughter being fed respectfully? Yeah. Th- that's your responsibility. Like, that's not mine. I feel like we need to, as women, we need to stop putting so much pressure on the man, too. Yeah. Because I just feel like, if you're going to sit here, because she was like, oh, but it's just it was just $6. Like, it's not it that don't bi- matter. If it's not that big of a deal, you could have paid matter. for it. And I just feel like we talk so much, even taking them off the table in general, I just wanted to say this. As women, we tend to kind of have these expectations for men, but then at the same time, we want to be like, oh, but I'm independent. I don't need nobody. I got my own. I do for me. So keep that same energy. Like, I personally, even if I'm going out with someone, I make sure I have enough money to cover me and just in case to cover him or whoever else. And if I don't have it, I'm not leaving my house because you never know. Like, I've been in situations where you're at the front, you order the food, and then it's like you take out the card and you just end up paying because it just, it, like, reduces the awkwardness to, like, look over at the guy and be like, hey, can you pay or or how are we going to do this? Are you gonna, Like, I'd rather just pay. So it's like if I know that I don't have it, I won't even go. But regardless, if I'm telling you to take me and my daughter so she can get something to eat, that's already my plan and I'm going to pay for it. Right. Period. Right. So I don't know. That's just, I thought that was just a little, it was a little ratchet for me. I feel like, to be honest, if I was in that situation, <laughs> it was funny because, like I, I sent this to other people to cut to other men to kind of see like if 
you know, what would they have done in this situation? And one of my peers, he told me like, yo, to be honest, I would have still, I would have bought it. I would have bought the Happy Meal. Mm -hmm. And we would have still went out on a date. Mm -hmm. And that would have been the last time he would have probably ghosted her. Yeah. I'm not going to say who said that, but it's one of my peers. And I had to kind of sit back and I was opposed. I was opposed to that. I'm like, damn, like, would I have done that? Like me personally, situations like that, unfortunately, I'm very black and white. I probably wouldn't. I probably would have just like. Postpone the date, like yo. How about we just do this another like, day? Yo, my stomach. I'm not really. I would have probably <laughs> came up with something, <laughs> but after hearing what my peers said, I probably would have. I probably would have gave a, as. Nah, fuck that. Nah. I don't know. Me, if I was nah. her, I would have just paid. Nah, I'm sorry. She would have had to pay because yeah. I feel like, and this is not an attack on women. I feel like once we as men, I feel like once we allow certain shit without holding that woman accountable for certain things, mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of shit just gets allowed and gets thrown under the rug from that point because you already allowed some fuck shit to happen from right. the jump. I feel like you got to kind of nip things in the bud to kind of set the tone to let people know right. that, yo, like, I respect you and I respect myself too, but, like, I'm not going to, like... Like, I have boundaries. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have boundaries and... You're, you're crossing not, it right now. Exactly. Yeah. Th- that's it. Respectfully. You know what I'm saying? It's not that I don't want to do these things for you. I just feel like the point that we at in th- that we at right now is just like... I don't feel the need or... I don't know. Like, I just don't see myself doing that. Like... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we got to, we kind of, we got to build, we got to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we got to have some type of chemistry. It was already a, a red flag when she brought her yeah. child into the car. Yeah. It's just like, again, you don't even, I don't know how well she knew this man. I don't feel like they knew, I mean, how much did she know him? Right. Because it's like, you already to cancel, right. you already to cancel him. Right. Because he didn't want to pay for so your child. It was like child's. she didn't really know him that yeah. well. And so then already, on, why you bring, like, you, he could have been a psychopath exactly. and drove them to, like, the middle of the woods right. and chopped them up into and a million you, pieces. And <laughs> like, you ready to cancel him on giving him the box. Right. Like, you're not even giving him the shot Well, like, damn, like, like, the first thing that came to your mind was, like, well, he would never get this pussy if <laughs> Like, why is that? Why the is that fir- the first? You were already. Was that the plan on the first you date? See what anyway? I'm saying? Like, like, I don't know. Like, I just, I, I see through too deep into things. Yeah. So I feel like that would have turned me off completely. She and, turned me off. Yo, to be the honest, whole situation. And she's me off. an attractive ass female. She is really pretty. She's really why I clicked on the video. Like, I seen a short haircut. I'm like, oh, who is that? Click. Mm-hmm. And then when she said that, like all those looks went See, out the and window. And you could have been a potential guy in the future. You never know. And you, she just blocked you off. See, too. she blocked so much. She probably blocked so many blessings right. off of that one little clip. Right. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I just, it was very <sighs> just distasteful. So yeah. It just made me realize that, like, no matter as a man, no matter how you look as a woman, it really don't matter. Mm-mm. Like. If what's inside right. don't match how good you look on the outside, this or like what's your soul like? Yeah, like you That's know what true. I'm saying. Like I just I don't know. So speaking of holding women accountable, I feel like you had something you wanted to share. I did. So please talk your shit. 
I'm going to talk my shit respectfully. <laughs> respectfully. You know what I'm like I usually do. Right. But I was tuned in to, you know, one of the, the usual podcasts that I tune into. Mm-hmm. The crew season. Oh, yes. Saying? Like, shout out to them. Shout out to them, yes. And they were, that's really how I stumbled upon this clip in the first place. Mm-hmm. And um, they were talking about holding women accountable to stuff. Just as men. Like, because... They were saying, like, as men, we take a lot on the chin and we just and we bite our tongues a lot just for the sake of women's happiness, Mm -hmm. just to keep the peace. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, the saying like happy wife, happy life. Yeah. As men, I feel like there's men out here that we just strive to keep our women happy. That way we're both happy. And with that comes times where we may sweep shit under the rug that y'all may have done or because mm-hmm. you know we're not as humans we're not perfect man we're not perfect we're no, we, we're usually known for you know cheating or whatever the case women do it too mm-hmm. but when they when women when it comes to certain things we don't hold them accountable for things for stuff and it goes back to what i said before like Y'all have this past to vocalize what y'all feeling mm-hmm. through frustrations, you know, throughout whatever we're going through. But as men, we're not allowed to. And if we do, we get penalized or we get judged like, you know, you're, you're too sensitive or, yeah. you, you know, you're a bitch ass nigga, whatever the case. Yeah. Like, I just feel like we need to normalize holding women accountable for stuff because it's like, you know, a lot of the times, men don't be the ones in the wrong in, in situations. That is true. Like, women do wrong, too. So it's like, we just got to kind of, like, normalize that. Because it's like, I feel like shit is really heavy on the... I feel like the whole stigma of men fucking up relationships, yeah. I feel like that's too normalized. I feel like yeah. there needs to be a balance mm-hmm. where we acknowledge the fact that women mess up, too. We do. And it all, all. it all comes from insecurity. Insecurity. On the woman's part. Okay, elaborate. Hold on. DJ. DJ, yes. Yo. You're. What's poppin'? Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you perfectly Hi. clear. So I'm calling What's from up? my from my podcast. Live. <laughs> Don't say anything incriminating. <laughs> no, I'm good. How are of you? Of course not. <laughs> good, PJ. What's good? What's good, my boy? Yeah, so this is Denzel. I'm sure you've seen him. Yes. Yes. Okay, so I sent you the video of the woman uh-huh. bringing her daughter to get something to eat in the man's car. First date. She got tight. He didn't pay for it. I want to know what you think about that whole situation. Well, it's a loaded situation. If Jordy didn't say, like, can you hold me down right now and I got you, it's a little much. Just because that's not my kid and it's our first date. So, like, it's cool and all of that, but if you're just trying to get some cheeks, you're going to pay for the McDonald's. Like, <laughs> you're going to pay for it and you're going to take on the date because you're trying to kill. Right. Now, if you don't kill, you just don't hit it up after that. All right. Like, so, okay. He's burnt out and that's it. So, you don't think she, so you think she was wilding, though? He wasn't wilding. Her facial reaction to him saying it was a problem 
showed me why she was balling by acting like she can't take no. She already feels entitled to his bread when she needs it, and she didn't even know the nigga. Like, right. So to me, it's like that's a little wild to just expect a man to pay because that's supposed to be a luxury. Like, a man, I get it, courting a woman, yeah, if you're interested, but if you're not really interested, you're just going out to like chill to then bring her back home. Like, it's not really that serious to go out and pay for like her kids' food and you don't even know her. Right. Yeah, we were pretty much saying the same thing. Um, we had some, well, we had someone say that they would have taken her, they would have went on the date with her, but then they probably would have never hit they her up ghost, again. They would have ghosted her right after that. I mean, would you have probably that? the same thing. If, if nothing was said, like if I tell you I feel away or like she didn't make it a point or if it's not going nowhere serious, then yeah, I probably would have never did out, just hit her up again one night, like what you doing, but nothing to pursue after that. Yeah. I feel that. I agree. Yeah, same. <laughs> because women always claiming to be independent, and then they always want niggas to pay for shit. That's exactly so what shit I said. Don't work both ways. Exactly. That's exactly what right. I said. Like, exactly. if it wasn't a big deal and she had it, she could have just paid for it, and that's it. Like we were saying, how she probably yeah. blocked her blessing. Like he could have been a great guy, and he probably would have ended up fact. doing more for her in the future if they had something like some type of foundation. They were committed, but I this mean, is a first date. Facts. Like I've met girls who say on the first day, like. Yo, I'll go have if you want. And right off rip, then I'll pay for it. Because you already offered. Like, right. if you're offering, then I'm cool. Like, ah, you're not expecting it. Shout when out to those females, too. you expect it to me, it rubs me the wrong way. Like, like it's my, my bread. Like, I work for it. If I ask you for your bread that you work for, you would look at me like I'm crazy. Right. You'd be like, oh, this nigga's broke. You know what I'm saying? All types of shit. Hey! But then, but then we can't call. They call us broke if we don't put out. But they're not broke for asking somebody else for bread. Mm-hmm. Like, isn't that the more broke person you asking for money <laughs> rather than someone who got it just chooses not to give it out? Exactly. Yeah, it's true. Exactly. It's so true. Exactly. So, PJ, so this is the question that I asked Natalie afterwards. Like, well, it's not really a question. It's like a point that I've seen. Like, what? All right. So do you think that men, as men, do you think that we take, do you think that we, we hold women accountable for the little fuck shit like that? Like, do you think that we ever... Do you think that men hold women accountable enough for shit like that? Men as a whole, no. Why now, do you think that is? A, Before you because men as a whole have it's been normalized for us to cater to a woman too much. Like it's already deeply rooted in everybody's mm-hmm. like social DNA that a woman's supposed to be courted, and if you don't do that, you a broke nigga, and yada 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 yada. Mm-hmm. So, like, nowadays, more people speak up about it. So, it's still not normal. It's still looked at like you crazy. Like, the girl looked at him like he was crazy for saying, it's your problem, it's your kid. And they were like, no, that's a problem. Like, no, it's not. The man's entitled to his opinion. The point of a relationship is, like, between two people, it might not work the same for everybody. Like, what you do with person A, you might not like to do with person B or C, but it works for person A. So it's like, if you're not talking about that, most people don't like to talk in the beginning anyway. They just want to fuck and then talk after. You don't even really know who you fucking. That's why you have a kid. And two years later, you got divorced and all that shit. Like, exactly. nobody talks. But what's your expectations? How do you think in these situations? Like, can you accept my thought process here? Like, mm-hmm. no one does that. So everybody rushes. And then it's like, oh, I thought she was like everybody else. Like, nah, it's different. Like, I'm going to check you. And then they be tight when you check them. Exactly. Because they also told oh, you put the let a woman w- uh, win, a happy wife is a happy life, and then a nigga ends up being quiet the whole time, and it's like, why you don't put your foot down? But every time you put your foot down, it becomes an extra problem. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not supposed to. Exactly. You're not supposed to give her everything she wants. Right. And it's like that's not a real relationship. Like that's not fifty fifty. That's so, true. That is true. How you feel about that? Exactly. Yeah. Most people, yeah, most people being an illusion. I feel like it really just it's always it's not the same. It's not so clear cut because there are women who come into it and they could be toxic, right? They could be women that mm-hmm. they're not really accepting the, I guess, the constructive criticism that you're giving. But there are a lot of women who are willing to learn. Like me, for example, I know I'm not perfect and I know that I'm a lot to deal with. But I'm always open to any feedback that my partner gives me. And I can say that I will work on it. And a lot of it does depend on how you were raised. Like we have different attachment styles. Me and you, PJ, we spoke about this before. You have the secure attachment, then you have the dismissive attachment, or you're really anxious. And a lot of that affects how we are in our relationship. So we could really, as women, we could be dismissive, or we can be anxious. But you got to work with us, too. Like, I'm a work in progress. But it's not going to work if I don't want to put in the work to make it work. That was a lot of work. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it really just depends on your partner. I, I just yeah, correct. I totally agree with that. But I feel like where the failure is with people is that people only complain when they got into the point of I'm done with this. Right. So like if you're doing something that annoys me, I'm telling you after the tenth time in my head, but you're not a mind reader, so you don't know the first ten. So now right. when I ask you like, yo, can you not do that? The eleventh time, I don't have the patience to be like, yo, I just like I just told you, I know I just told you maybe you should work on it a little more, but the eleventh time since I've been annoyed so so much. I'm not giving you the space to to learn to not do that. Right. Like I'm automatically just jumping on you mm-hmm. right away because I'm so used to it not being what I want and me only telling you once, expecting you to just do it. And it don't work that way. No, you're supposed to speak the moment it bothers you. Like if you can't communicate with somebody like that, then they just not for you. Right. Right. Because yeah. we should Point be, blank. if we're in a partnership, we should be able to communicate. Right. Good, bad, and Cut. ugly. Like. Because that's what's gonna make the shit last. I think people, fact. Yeah, like people everybody... go into relationships just on some, oh, this is going to be easy, easy, easy. And the minute it's hard, oh, my God, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, for relationships, that's... you can't be black and white that's... for relationships. You can't. You really can't be. If yeah, you, like, if you like really care for the person, like... if you really care, my fault, mm-hmm. PJ. If you really. No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead, my fault. If you really care for the person, like, you're going to have to be patient. If you, if you see yourself being with this person for the rest of your life or for a certain period of your life, then you got to be patient with them and respect their insecurities and the little, you know, but still the flaws that they but got. Still being true to what, still being true to what bothers you yeah. and what makes you feel safe and comfortable right. in this relationship, right. and being able to express that. And a lot of times, I'm not bo- trying to attack men, ways. but y'all could be a little aggressive with the delivery of the message. Yeah, it's how you say it that, too, right? And women too. Okay. Women, it's the same thing on yeah. both sides. Yeah, of yeah. I just true. feel like. Everybody's just so in tune with the honeymoon phase, and they think that the whole relationship is supposed to be like that. And Mm -hmm. people don't understand that after three months, I just want boring, like consistent. I'm gonna go to work, you're gonna do your thing. Like, life isn't changing. I met you, so yeah, I feel a little different. But my daily life is the same. I wake up, go to work, whatever you do, like, you need someone that is gonna accommodate that. Like, I don't want one day I love you, the next day I hate you, and then it's two, three days of not knowing. Then it's, oh, you back in my arms, like, nah, I want boring. I wanna come home smoke a blunt with you, talk about work and go to sleep. Right. Like, yes. That's it. Like, yeah. That's a fact. And if you can't love that with somebody every day, like if you can't sit in silence with somebody every day, you just can't be with them. Yeah, like, you, you got to just understand each other sometimes without words. Right. It's true. 
That's a fact. And that's difficult to come by because everybody want a bag now. Buy me a bag. Like, what you to deserve that fucking bag, right? Dirty? It's and, true. And social media makes it worse because, like, everybody's showing the their hi- everybody's showing their highlights on social media, but they're so- not really showing what they really go through with that person nope. behind closed doors. Nope. When back when Shorty says that, God said, "Yo, you're not supposed to buy nothing unless you can buy it twice." So if you can't buy that bag for yourself twice, don't ask me to buy it for you. Facts. That don't make no sense. I even seen some. You gotta get. You if- only should be getting. Well, you can provide for yourself. Exactly. Like, that's it. Like, I forgot where I seen this or where I read it. Like, if you, as a man, if your woman can't buy the same shit that she's asking you for, she, you shouldn't buy it for I her. I feel like Tori said that. Now, now, for some men, that's okay, though. Like, if a man wants to just have, like, a trophy wife, that's a whole different ball game. Like, yeah. yeah. But we talking about, for me, I feel like when it comes to women who, like, yo, I get my own money, I do this, I don't need no nigga. Mm-hmm. But they want to be like, yo, can you buy me this? It's just wild to me. Like, exactly. you can't have both. Exactly. You can't Either one both. or the other, shorty. That's a fact. Like, and if you want to be missing the tournament, I'm going to score you. But, like, <laughs> only when it's sees shit. Like, I'm not going to yeah. go out my way just to get for you because you get your own. Because then what you doing for me? You expect me to pay your bills and all of that, too. Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's why, that's why like, you got to just be honest with girls up front nowadays and tell them what you want and that's that that's what saves a lot of time on the first 10 minutes conversation i'm gonna just ask you all the real shit and if you don't eh, then it's all right i don't gotta waste no more time right yeah right. we're at that point now like now we're old like we're not in high school no Bro. more so it's like we're Bro. beyond the oh she's pretty she got a fat ass oh he's cute he's yeah. tall he got a nice man nah, like right. can we build what question, are we doing here like at least at least like, at least the first like question it. i ask the story is like how many niggas you fucking you got an ex you got this, you got that, because I want to know what I'm getting into. Like, everybody got somebody. I'm not going to sit here and lie to you. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. So if I'm honest with you and you honest with me from the jump, we both know the situation. And if it goes somewhere, I always tell them, like, yo, we could just talk. If it gets to a point where you got feelings, talk to me. Don't just hold it in because then we'll figure it out from there because most people just stay quiet. Oh, I don't know what they're going to say. Yeah. And then after a while, it's like, yo, I love you. Oh, where did this come from? Right. Exactly. Like you can't do that. Right. right. At least if you put all the at least if you put everything on the table from Jump Street, at least you're able to see the red flags or whatever potential shit that you don't right. like. So you could know, like, all right, you know where you you know which direction you're going as an individual with this situation Because you don't even want to call it a relationship at that point. Because people's Man, flaky. nothing's a relationship at all, bro. Like, yeah. nobody owes you shit. Not even that ring on your finger mean anything. Exactly. It's a piece of paper that just say, yo, she mine. But, like, exactly. nobody owes you shit. There ain't no real permanent tag on somebody. And we don't, and we don't like, own anybody. We don't own fact. And anybody. the fact of the matter is, people don't understand that, like, yo, you might want somebody, but if them on their own don't want to spend time with you, you will never have them. Yeah. Like, you can't make somebody want your time. They have to want that on their own right. and yeah. then want more from you from you showing like y'all wanna be with you. If they don't got that first part, it don't matter what the fuck you do for them, they gonna leave you in the dust when it comes to somebody they want. Like it's just it's just how it plays out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the reality that we live in right now. It's sad. That's just sad. Man, the red flag is everybody's like, Yo, I'm looking for something serious. You're not supposed to go looking for something serious. That's a red flag in its own. Yeah. Like you can know yo, I, I want something that's not that's not playing around. So now you, you talk, you put your boundaries, you say what you want. But like to be like, oh, don't talk to me unless you're looking for something serious. That's a red flag. Like you're yeah. looking for codependency. Yeah. So like I can't do that. And you blocking your blessings. 
aspect of that too because yo, if I can't take it with you on a regular day and just chill, like what are we doing? We in COVID too. What the fuck are we looking for something serious? Exactly. Because you really like, something serious is gonna turn into that. You just yeah. chilling with that person every day. Think yeah. about it. If you live with somebody, that, you gotta learn how to just also have your own time, even in the same apartment. Right. Like you in one room, she's in oh. the other, and y'all don't take it personal because y'all understand y'all need that space. And when you and when you go into something from Jump Street and you and you letting people know that that you're only looking for something serious, like like I said, like you're blocking your blessings, and on top of that, like that's a red flag in itself because it's like you're forcing that person to make a decision and they don't mm-hmm. even know you, right? Mm-hmm. They don't even like, know yo, you. I'm not gonna lie, it takes like a year and change to really like yeah. know somebody. Just with the mask they want to show you, not the shit yeah. that's underneath, like not the deep shit. Yeah. But like, I don't. If I can't know how you are when you sad, when you mad, when you yeah. had a bad day, a mm-hmm. bad week, mm-hmm. like how the fuck I'm gonna know if I could be with you the rest of my damn life? Exactly. Right. Like gotta, that shit don't make no sense, it bro. Don't. It don't. Like everybody want to get to the finish line. Yeah. But nobody wanna, nobody wanna go through the work. Nobody wanna do the work to get there. That's a fact. I feel it's you, like 100%. I, I know it's a bad example, but see, I know y'all seen older couples like even like Spanish couples. They be together, but there's no love there. Mm-hmm. Like they've been together so long for the mm-hmm. kids and everything. Yeah. And like yeah. the thing is, like that comes from no communication. Like none of them talked about it, but they just thought, "Oh, this is normal to be with someone, married kids. You got to stay together." And nowadays, everybody just like, "No, I don't." Yeah, yeah. a lot of people so just, just down. So there's still no communication. Mm-mm. It's just that they're not staying together, which is why all the divorce rates go up. Just like, nah, fuck it, I'm out. Big yeah. facts. A lot of people is together it. because it works. A lot of people is just together because they don't want to be alone. That's a fact, too. Like, that, that's, that's the sad part. Because when you really think about it, you got to ask yourself, what you so scared of being alone for? Like, what exactly. parts of you you don't want to even know right. that you can't sit by yourself? Like, and the thing is, when you look at that and find that is when you find out like why you've been attracting the shitty people you've been attracting because exactly. everything's just a reflection of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like nobody, nobody could do anything personal because personal, personal to you. Like whatever you say can't affect me really. Right. It's, it's my anger, my my mind, how I'm taking things, my perception. So right. if no one could do anything personal, whenever I react to something, I'm just reacting to myself, something I haven't said, something I don't know about. Yeah. Right. So it's like people don't get that. Like mm-hmm. people don't try to do the work to fix themselves to be compatible. They just be like, "No, I'm right. You're wrong," and that's right. your ego. Yeah. And then that's where I step out. Like, "Yo, son, like you good? All right, I'm out. Mm-hmm. Walk away." That's a fact. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. PJ, we need to have you on in person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, bro, I told you you wait. You wasted a guest, man. You <laughs> wasted it. You're our first phone call guest, though. But we yeah. got now. You definitely got to come through. Nah, facts for sure. Support always, you know that. Yeah, and thank you for shouting us out on Instagram every time a new episode comes definitely. out. <laughs> every time I'm Yo. up on YouTube, every time it's gonna be there. We definitely appreciate your support, bro, for sure. Definitely, of course, bro. But yeah, thank you for talking yeah. with us, and we appreciate your thank you your, for having your opinion me. and your your um your feedback too. Yeah, thank you. Of course, I look forward to being on some other time. Definitely. Word. All right, so we're gonna right, so. yeah. So I'll talk to you. Of course. Have a good night. All right, you too. Later, PJ. Peace. Wow.
Shout out to PJ <laughs> for dropping to, those shout gems. Shout out to PJ with that the That was a facts. word. Like, what? Nah, he really hit it, though. Yeah, on the head. He really did. That's a fact. See, we need more people like that in this world, pause, period. Pause for the <laughs> pause for the homophobes out there. Problematic. Yeah, for the problematic. Wildin'. Yeah, we wildin'. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> nah, that was, that was um, No, that but was that's, good. that's true. Yeah. We, we need... Women and men, we need to hold ourselves accountable. Yeah. Hold our partners accountable. Right. And like you said, like until, like he said, until you sit with yourself and understand parts of you, the parts of you that are the ugly parts, like until you resolve that, no one is really going to be able to fulfill you. You're never going to be happy yeah. in it, a situation. It, and not to get too deep, like he's basically saying like you can't love anybody until you love yourself. Right. So loving yourself comes with accepting your flaws, mm-hmm. accepting the shit that you may not like about yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't love somebody until you accept all those things about yourself. Right. And that's just, that's law. Yeah. Self-love is the best love. There you go. Period. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> oh, man. Me. All right. So. What's next? <clears throat> what you trying to get into next? All right. So if you are with your significant other mm. in public. Okay. Walking down the street, having a grand old time. Okay. And she bumps into her ex while you're out. Okay. How how does that situation go? Problematic. <laughs> how does that situation go? How would you react? Well, it depends. On? It depends on the energy. I'll go off of energy first. Before anything is even said, I'm going off of energy. Both so parties, like, her energy and his par- energy? Both, okay. Both. Because if she sees him and she's like nervous and she's like, oh shit, like it's my ex. Yeah, or yeah. like if she's like, oh, there, there's my ex. Right. Or like on his behalf, like he's like not really trying to say what's up to you. Or like maybe he's like, may, I, I may feel like he's like super touchy you know what i'm saying like we may see each other and y'all may embrace each other like oh hey how y'all doing give the little friendly hug or whatever but there's a science to all of that because it's like i feel like if you hug me personally if i'm out with my significant other and she sees her ex ex ex-man and she sees him and he comes and he and he hugs her a certain way Mm -hmm. that may be a problem for me what kind of hug are we talking? I'm talking about like a hug, like, like her over her arms hug, over the neck, her, around the neck, her hugging him right over the neck, right, and him hugging her around the waist, around the waist. <laughs> now, to, <What? laughs> to people listening and watching this on YouTube right now, y'all may not understand the context of that, but to me, I feel like that speaks volumes. Like, if you're just if if you that's just a hug like I like you hug or like we like I still like you type yeah. of hug like or like that's a more than friends hug yeah mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like I feel like there's definitely there's definitely got to be some etiquette to that like you got to put you know what I'm saying right. like you got to respect for your partner you have to be mindful of that because yeah. somebody may take that the wrong way mm. especially if that spouse is already un insecure and unsure of this situation or this relationship that mm-hmm. we have right now. If they're already insecure about it, you may go and we run into this dude and you hug him this way. It's just like, mm-hmm. it's just adding more fuel to the fire. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 
But then again, I say all this is I say I'm saying all of this now, but this is probably just my insecurity. Yeah. But that's just me. Personally. I mean, I was in a situation like this. And again, it's like what you said, you have to read your partner's energy and the right. energy of the other person. Right. So I was in Target with my ex and we saw his ex-girlfriend. OK. And um, I didn't realize. I mean, I'm walking through the aisles. I'm not paying attention. Right. But he kind of was like, oh, <laughs> like, Natalie, this is my ex, whoever. And they were mature about like they should. I think they hugged. I think they did like a side hug. Okay. And it was like one of those like like a church hug. You know what I'm doing? Kind of the kind of hug I'm talking the, about. The one arm hug. Yeah, the one arm. Okay. And then me and her, we shook hands. It yeah, that's very, harmless. That's yeah, harmless. It was very cordial. And then we went on like we went about our business. Yeah, that's cool. It was mature. Yeah. But I think it depends how um, that relationship ended. Like if so, if it happened to me and I bumped into my ex, well, okay, if I bumped into my first ex, that was a toxic ass relationship. It did not end well. I don't even think I would want to say anything to him. I probably would try to avoid him at all costs. So it really just depends on how the relationship ended too. If we're good and we're friendly, and I see you, like, what's up? This is right. my new man. Right. How are you? Everything's okay. good. I right, cool. Okay. Go about our business. Can but, I? Yeah, go ahead. No, no, you go. You sound. Like no, no. You I was gonna something. say there's definitely some etiquette to it. Okay. If there's no feelings there, there should be some etiquette. You're about to throw a wrench, aren't you? You got the face. You know me too well. All right, so <laughs> what if... Mm-hmm. Hold on, let me see. Let me hold on to this thought. What if now your significant other... Y'all ran into the ex. You, you ran into your, your, your significant other's ex. Mm-hmm. And they ended on good terms. And they're still cool. So, like, they, like, till this day? To this day. To this day. <laughs> like, how cool we talking though? They're still in, they still communicate, but they're but they're but they're they're strictly uh, platonic. Platonic, strictly platonic, but you know, like they might have, I don't know, like maybe they were like each other's first boyfriend and girlfriend, mm-hmm. and they, you know, over time, like they just gradually, maturely a- agreed to like separate. Okay. The odds of that is very slim, but like it's you know, pa- it happens. Yeah, it's, like it's, yeah. How would I feel about it? Yeah, how would you how would you handle that? You running into her because like they're cool. She may they may not ha- you may not see the the, the 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 side hug, the one arm hug. Right. You may see the arm over the shoulder. See the arm over the shoulders. <clears throat> does, does that's that, tough. That's does that trigger you too? That triggers me. Okay, so I'm not alone. No. Okay. Because so I that's think problematic too. It is it's problematic. Definitely, it's problematic because if I'm there, especially, okay, I feel like women know what we're doing. So me, I have a lot of guy friends, right? So I'm just gonna say this type of situation. Whenever my guy friends brought me around and they had their girlfriend, I kept it very respectful because I didn't want to make their girlfriend feel no type of way, whether I knew her or not. But there are a lot of women who are like, "Fuck that bitch." Like we have a, we have our own type of um, relationship. I'm going to do the most right now. And I'm going to put my arms around his neck. And I think it's like, you know what you're doing. I feel like you're trying to purposely be disrespectful. Okay. So to me, like they could be cool because I'm cool with my ex. So I'm not going to ever tell, and I'm not going to tell the person I'm with who they can and cannot be cool with. That's between you and the person you're cool with. But as long as she keeps it respectful, then I'm fine. But I think it's up to him to check that. Okay. With her. Like, whatever you had, fine, y'all had it, but y'all had it. Y'all no longer have it now. Right. So I'm the present. Okay. 
So if I feel uncomfortable, that's a conversation that I'm going to have with him and he's going to have to rectify that. So what if they weren't, what if they weren't serious? Like, what if they were like, so why is she hugging him like that? What if it was just like a fling or like a crush, like something that just never happened? That's fine. But she still but shouldn't be hugging him like that. Okay. Period. So, so she should still check herself. Stay in your lane. Or the guy should still check her. Yes. Like, listen, this is my girl. Mm-hmm. We shouldn't be on this type of time. Because it's like, I'm really big on if I wouldn't do it to you, why are you doing it to me? Okay. So it's like, if I if I see my ex and I keep it respectful in front of you, I demand that same respect in return. Because okay. I haven't violated you. There's right. no need for you to violate me. And it's like we had we had spoken about this earlier, you and I, like respect your partner's insecurities. Yeah. So if that's a trigger point for them, you gotta respect it. If you if care you about, care them, about enough, them, yeah. Period. Yeah. So that's how I feel on it. Okay. That. Okay. But like, so what's your takeaway from this episode? Let's leave them with something. What's my takeaway? Um I think I mentioned it before, like no one's a mind reader. So open communication with your partner if you want to make it work mm-hmm. and holding all parties involved accountable for their bullshit. Yeah. Cause we're in this together. We're in this together. If I can admit I'm not perfect and there's something that's bothering you, I, I I'm not a mind reader. You need to tell me what's bothering you so yeah. I can fix it. Right. But it's not for you to hold it in and then blow up on me days later. Right. Like that's not going to work. Mm-hmm. That's toxic to me. Right. Um, what I would, what my takeaway is, um, Accountability on both sides. Mm-hmm. Like if if you're if you if you quote unquote claim that you want this relationship or you want this or you want to build with this person, you got to be patient and hold yourself accountable because we both make mistakes. Mm-hmm. And um, like if if you really want this to work, this is something that has to be practiced mm-hmm. and it has to be communicated on both sides. You know what I'm saying? Like, because what we said, nobody really wants to be alone. No. And a lot of people are together because they don't want to be alone. It's the convenience. At least if you, at least if knowing that you don't want to be alone, if you're going to, if you want to put the time in to be with someone, at least make it worthwhile. Right. Like, don't make it help me help you. Mm Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're in this together, let's make it worthwhile. I get it. Shit happens. And then. I get it. Shit happens, and you know, we, you know, we things just end mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. But if you really want this to work, I feel like at least if you put the effort in, at least that shows the other person that you really want this to work. Rather, if you just like, if it's just one person putting in the work, yeah. it's just gonna be it's gonna be tension because it's like one person may feel like it's, it brings resentment. Yeah. Because it's like, damn, am I the only one who cares? Yeah. And you're looking at the other person like. And that's, I feel like that's normal. Yeah, that's normal That's now. like normal in certain like relationships. Yeah. So it's just like communication and accountability. Just holding yourself mm-hmm. accountable for shit that we do. And I saw this. Respectfully. Right. I saw this meme that it's like, it's not me against you. It's me and you together against the problem. Right. So how are we going to just come together and fix this? Like, we should not be in battle at war with it's each other. It's a we other. thing, not a me thing. Exactly. Right. Oh, that's a good one. I feel like... I feel like and that's, that's, that's it on that. Yeah. Just hold yourself accountable. Maturity. Maturity. Let's just try to be better than we were yesterday. That's it. Go. One day at a time. Exactly. Beautiful. Beautiful.